0: Plink, plunk, tunk. One by one, berries go tumbling into the coffee can. Soon to be a coffee cake, a scone, a muffin, or a jar of jam. Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. When I was nine, my parents took my brother and me on a road trip to Newfoundland in our family's cream and tan 1970s bowler camper that we affectionately called The Egg. My nearly fourth grade brain captured this adventure as snapshots and sound bites, so now I remember only bits and pieces. The vast herds of caribou migrating across the interior highlands, throwing beach pebbles at icebergs, and the pitchers of tea-colored, peat-filtered drinking water that were served with every meal. I also remember that pargeberries were being sold along roadsides, gift shops, restaurants, and grocery stores. They were baked into desserts, boiled into syrups, and jarred up as jams. It was like a hyped-up blueberry season in Maine. You couldn't swing a salted cod without hitting pargeberries for sale. One evening, we had the pleasure of a most exquisite dinner in the home of an older couple based on a local recommendation. As the man went to the kitchen to fetch the final course of the evening from his wife, my father joked about the chances that dessert would be pargeberry pie. As the man emerged from the kitchen, hunched, focused, and smiling, he looked up from the dish and announced that dessert would be pargeberry pie. We were all tickled by the pervasiveness of this particular tiny fruit across Newfoundland. It is those little red pargeberries which are just now coming into season on the mountaintops and coastal bogs of Maine and are the topic of today's feature better known here as mountain cranberries. Cranberries of all kinds may be something of a perfect fruit. On their own they are snappy, tart, vibrant and flavorful, a ray of sunshine that can cut through the dense fog of Cape Cod, Newfoundland or anywhere in between. When mixed with other ingredients and a dash of sugar They can be turned into fantastic baked goods, relishes, jams, pies, and juices, which still pack a perfect pucker. While most folks stateside are familiar with the almost grape-sized cranberries of bogs, the mountain cranberry is a much smaller plant, with berries that are as small as wild blueberries. As for their flavor, mountain cranberries taste just like their boggy brethren, though perhaps they pack a little bit more flavor into their diminutive forms. While not especially popular in the United States, mountain cranberries are a staple for northern folks from Newfoundland to Scandinavia, where they are cultivated in vast fields. While my young ears heard the Newfoundlanders call these fruits pargeberries, they were actually calling them berries," so named for the grouse which feast upon their berry bounties. Take note, however, that we also have a partridge berry here, which is a short, creeping plant in our New England woods that also produces red berries, but is not related to the wild cranberry. But perhaps among foodies, mountain cranberries are best known by their Scandinavian name, lingonberries. To avoid confusion on this plethora of regional common names, the mountain cranberry I'm talking about is known scientifically as Vaccinium vitus idea subspecies minus. Here in New England, you can find mountain cranberries growing wherever you might find Labrador tea, mountaintops, bog edges, and moist sunny woodlands. In baked goods, the mountain cranberry far exceeds the most commercially prevalent large cranberry in a similar way that Maine wild blueberries outperform their cultivated highbush kin. You can do a one-to-one substitute of mountain for large cranberries, so all the math bits of the baking are easy. When stirred up into the batter of a muffin or a sweetbread, the small mountain cranberries tend to do a much better job of evenly distributing themselves, and don't tend to float to the top of the batter like large cranberries do. Also, because of their small size, a mountain cranberry muffin or scone doesn't have large, soggy gaps where the fruit gets baked in. So this weekend, you could head out in search of these tart little berries in coastal bogs or mountaintops. While it takes a bit of work to hand-pick a pint, your efforts will surely be well-rewarded when you tuck into your first-ever slice of the dessert from tonight's menu, pargeberry pie. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, references, contact information, photos, and information about how to subscribe to the show as a podcast by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us! Theme music was by a pileated woodpecker, made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology.